Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I'm back! Miss me? And welcome back, folks, to WrestleRant Radio on EC Radio. I'm your host of the most Bleacher Report featured columnist, Graham GSM Matthews. We are only five days away from one of WWE's premier pay-per-views, Survivor Series. We're breaking it down here today. We've got predictions, picks, previews, and much, much more, plus review of Raw with Grumpy Cat. Uh, what a huge star, dude. Better than Shaq, better than... Al Sharpton, best guest host I've ever had in Raw history, but I am joined by the illustrious RJ here today. How are you doing, RJ? Doing good, good tonight. Also, we've got Mike Yoder, who has been on here on the show before, an Endicott alumni. Mike, how's it going tonight? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. And we've got Mike on here tonight, like I said before, to run down our Survivor Series predictions for this Sunday. We've got Team Cena, Team Authority. It's a big matchup. Everything else I couldn't care less about. They actually just added a new matchup to the card. It's Team Natalia versus Team Paige in a traditional five-on-five elimination match. So it's something. It's a time filler. But uh, And someone else tweeted me before. I don't know what truth there is to this, but I guess the, the main event on that show, Team Scene and Team Authority, is going to be 45 minutes long. I don't know about a 45-minute Survivor Series match, but I guess only time will tell. They'll probably throw in an in-ring segment here or there. But we had Monday Night Raw last night. A um, couple good things here and there. The majority of the show kind of building towards Team Cena versus Team Authority on Sunday night. But we were talking about this before we went live. Eric Rowan, I mean, it's kind of weird to kick off the show talking about this, but it was the biggest question mark coming out of the show. Not for positive, not for negative, but... uh Eric Rowan is going to be a part of Team Cena, replacing Sheamus, who was supposed to be a part of the team, injured last night in storyline, of course. Eric Rowan, the same guy that was stalking Renee Young last night, or last week, in a segment with Grumpy Cat, as you noted before, RJ. So, RJ, I gotta ask you, is this a smart move by WWE to put Eric Rowan in the main event of a pay-per-view? People aren't even paying for it. It's a free purview come Sunday, because it's on the WWE Network for free. Not for us. We're still paying nine ninety fucking nine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, though... Um, what are your thoughts on Eric Rowan joining Team Cena come Survivor Series? Um, at first, I thought it was going to be Cesaro. I got so happy. Like, I, was, I marked out. I was like, oh, my God, Cesaro's going to go face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah. Then they kind of, like, screwed that. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's something. I don't know. Maybe they want to showcase Eric Rowan more in a singles big match. Like, instead of having him job out, job out useless talent, why not put him in a main event of a pay-per-view? Maybe he has more... Than we've seen in a singles run. You, we've only seen him in a tag team duo with uh, Luke Harper. But I think if they do have the match 45 minutes, maybe that will give guys more time to work during the match. Like usually sometimes in a traditional tag match, they have someone eliminated in like five seconds. Yep, yep. And it kind of like ruins like their momentum. Maybe if it's longer, then they can have more action and just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a wrong move to make because then they can just have him and Harper kind of feud a little bit. But yeah. now that he has a title, I don't know if you could do that. But... It's still, it's something, it's new. I don't know how big of a face Eric Rowan really is, but why not let the guy see what he has? If he fails, he fails. If he succeeds, he succeeds. It's a free pit view. It's nothing they can really, 
It's nothing. They can't really lose here, so why not give the guy a chance and see what he has? We were talking about last week how Eric Rowan is like this generation's version of Kane. Not Kane, I'm sorry. Schnitzky, Vasira, who else? Oh, and Festus, and too. Festus, yeah. And Festus, yeah. And then he's main eventing a pay-per-view. I don't know any pay-per-view that Gene Snitsky main eventing. Uh, he but... had some good feuds. Oh, he had some good feuds, like with Kane and stuff, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, but it's not like he's main eventing. It's Eric Rowan versus Luke Harper. He's no, just no, no, yeah, match. Yeah. It's yeah. a 10-man match, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that brings me to my next question. We'll talk about this in a minute after we talk about Eric Rowan. But Luke Harper, the new Intercontinental Champion, we'll talk about the whole Bray Wyatt thing in a second. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see whether that transitions into a feud between the two going into TLC. Or if it's just kind of a one-off thing between the two former teammates, because they never really split up. I mean, when the Wyatt family went their separate ways, they went their separate ways. They didn't, like, turn on each other or anything like that. So I'm interested to see how that develops, or maybe Eric, even Eric Rowan's a plant or something like that. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But, uh, Mike, your thoughts on Eric Rowan joining Team Cena? Um, I'm with you guys. I, I think, you know, it was a nice little swerve. It definitely caught me by surprise. Um, I... I think it opens up, uh, you know, a few feuds. I think, um, you know, if they continue with Harper and, and Ziggler after Survivor Series, that would be great. But if they go, you know, Rowan and uh, Ziggler with Rowan and versus Harper, I think that's a nice little powerhouse versus powerhouse matchup. Um, you know, so I, I do like it. it. gives him something to do, like RJ said, instead of, you know, just jobbing out the people. Um, gives him an opportunity to show what he's got, uh, you know, in the singles competition. Um, the one thing, you know, you guys kind of just hit on is that I don't like, and I kind of hope that they stray away from it. Um, I really don't like the whole, you know, mentally handicapped, you know, slash slow big guy uh, gimmick, you know, like Festus or, or you know, Fitzky, like, you know, when these guys basically play dumb. Uh, so I hope they kind of don't, I kind of hope they go away from that. But, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all for him being on TV now. I don't think Eric Rowan's terrible, and we've talked about this before. Of the Wyatt family, he's not, he was the worst one, obviously. It's, saying, it's not saying much because Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper are both great. But of the three, he was the weakest, obviously. But he's not terrible in the ring, though, so I think he can be better. I know Gene Snitsky was okay in the ring, too, but uh, I don't know. Eric Rowan's – I don't know. You were right on the money when you said that he was like this generation Gene Snitsky, but – I don't know if he's going to have any potential. I'm glad to see that they're actually trying to push the guy. If he fails, then you can you know go back so to pushing. It's like the same thing they do with Snitsky. They kind exactly. of pushed him a little bit, and once he started failing, they yeah, kind of, they dropped the same yeah. with Heidenreich too. Exactly, Heidenreich's yeah. kind of like the same thing. Like yeah, when people don't him. care, then they're like, okay, well, we won't push you yeah, anymore. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So. so yeah, we'll see about that. You know, so but. I think I think um, I'm pretty sure. And like, correct me if you guys, you guys know what you're talking about. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think uh, I'm pretty sure Rowan. He's just started wrestling in the past few years. Uh, are, do you guys know about that or not? I think he was on the... I'm pretty sure he has no really... Yeah, I think I think he came theory. straight from ter- uh, developmental. I don't think he had any wrestling background before that. I heard someone mention that he was on the independent scene somewhere. I don't know if that was I'm over sure. in Europe or whatever. I think he might have some experience. I, 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 th- I swear I looked one time because I want to see where him and Rowan... Uh, oh, Harper, yeah, Harper. Harper's easily, through yeah. the independence. I think... Yeah, he I was like through s- Ring of Honor. Yeah. I want to say Eric Rowan was just... He had an indie yeah, run. I know, I, yeah, he had an indie run from 07, 2011 in Japan. Then he went to FCW. Okay. And then NXT. So. Yeah. So he does have some indie experience. He's not as you know seasoned yeah. as Luke Harper. Yeah. But, uh, because I know that. Yeah, I know that Harper. You know, he's a big indie wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually funny. I only before you know it came to WWE or NXT and WWE. Um, 
if you go on YouTube and you look up uh, CM Punk versus uh, Dean Ambrose, back in like 2011, Punk actually uh, fought Ambrose at FCW. Um, and Eric Rowan is actually a security guard. Like, he's not a, a character or anything. He's actually just a, just a security guard. Like, so I thought I was wondering if he had any uh, experience with it. No, yeah, he definitely comes off as like a developmental guy because he hasn't really been, he's not great in the ring and he has come, you know, I don't want to say he's come far in the last year and a half since he came to the main roster, but yeah, even going, like you just said, Mike, you know, going back and watching like old clips, not even of NXT, but of FCW, it's crazy how many people that you see in an FCW TV either became big stars in WWE or they just disappeared, like you have no idea who they are. Like, I think... 75% of the roster right now is FCW, t- is yeah. FCW talent, yeah. You take away, like, the Cena and Randy Orton. They're OVW, but, you know, a majority Sandow of the guys. Sandow was pretty big in FCW, right? So was Sheamus, yeah. Yeah, Sheamus, Sandow, Cesaro for a while, Ziggler, obviously. he was Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, all them. Yeah, Leaky, Leaky, yeah. yeah, there's a match on YouTube pitting yeah. Ambrose, Bruce Rollins, and Leaky. Leaky. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see that as a yeah, WrestleMania main event. I've never seen it. I heard it's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's just crazy because it was two years ago today. The Shield made their debut at Survivor Series, so kind of going full circle. It's crazy. But um, yeah, back on the topic of Eric Rowan. Yeah, I do think it was a nice twist. Like I heard the music, I'm like, holy crap, they're adding Eric Rowan. Um, but like RJ just mentioned before, I think it would have been cool if we got Cesaro. I was kind of hoping for that. Um, maybe Cesaro plays a role in Sunday's matchup. I have no idea. I thought if there was any time they were going to try to push Cesaro, it would have been in the fall when guys like Lesnar and Jericho and RVD were gone. But they haven't really done that. They've given title shot after title shot. Um, but he really he hasn't won any gold at all. So I'm interested to see how what they do with Cesaro going forward. But uh, hopefully they can yeah, involve Cesaro, him in the, the whole Cesaro uh, thing at the end confused me because like. Yeah, I don't know, he just made kind of made him look like a fool. Cause yeah. It was like, he sided with the authorities, but he's not on team authority. Like, what? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, he, like, shook Triple H's hand, but when they all started brawling, he was Yeah, he wasn't there. He was I was like, where's Cesaro? He was like, uh, what the fuck? Did he go through the crowd? Like, what happened? He was nuts, and, and I don't know if, Graham, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you tweeted this. Somebody that I follow that is, is big into wrestling tweeted this a few weeks ago. And maybe you guys have talked about it before, but it drives me insane from a logic point of view that with his job on the line and his being a wrestler and everything, why Triple H is not on Team Authority. You know, if your job is on the line, why would you not play? You know, it makes no sense. Yeah, I've heard a few people talk about that, and we'll talk about that right now because we haven't really talked about it on the, here on the show much. Um, but I can definitely see your point. I can see everyone's point that Triple H should be on his own team. It's one of the big four pay-per-views. He hasn't wrestled since uh, Payback, I think, when he was facing the Shield, I think. That was the last time. And the last singles match he had was at WrestleMania. So he hasn't had a match in a while. So it would have made just sense for him. That's from a K-Fab. I don't even know how to say it. No, no. Yeah, k point. No, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah, it absolutely makes sense. I think from a K-Fab point of view, he should be on his own team. Instead of, I think, Triple H leading his own team against John Cena, it would make more sense because he wants to ensure that his job is kept. Um, but in like from a real, from a, I don't know, from a non-storyline point of view, I guess what they're trying to do, and I endorse this, is that Seth Rollins are trying to position him as the number one guy. That's why he's the captain of the team and not Triple H. But, I mean, even you take that away, I mean, Triple H and Stephanie have been the focus of this entire feud. So that doesn't really change much, though. Yeah, I, I think Triple H should have been on the team. Maybe they didn't want him to have him get pinned, but 
uh, that's not a that's not an argument because he got pinned like what three pay per views in a row mm-hmm. earlier this year. So um, yeah, it's a good argument. I don't know why he's not on the team. He should have been, but um, he'll probably have some sort of he'll play probably some sort of factor in the matchup as I'm sure Stephanie will and maybe because uh, like Lana, you know, so you saw the graphic of Team Authority. There's Triple H, there's Stephanie, there's Lana, there's Joey Mercury, there's that's Noble, true. and that's not uh the not including the five other people on the team. So they have so many people at ringside come Sunday. It's crazy, but um, no, yeah, you make an interesting point. What about you, RJ? Do you think Triple H should have been on Team Authority? I think it makes sense, but like you said, they're kind of trying to push Seth Rollins as the number one guy. So why not make him the captain of the Authority team, who they've been pretty much backing up the whole summer into this point of time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying before, Triple H, regardless of whether he's the captain or not, he's still the focus of it, so it doesn't make much of a difference. But I do like the idea of Rollins being involved in the matchup because if it's going to come down, if like say Team Cena wins. If it's going to come down to one guy, or if Team Authority wins, it should be Rollins. It shouldn't be Triple H, and you know Triple H isn't going to get eliminated early. So it might have been better that they kept him out. But yeah, from a kayfabe point of view, from a storyline point of view, he absolutely should have been involved. If you know, if I'm Triple H and I want to keep my job, I would involve myself in the contest. But um, kind of transitioning from Eric Rowan going to Luke Harper now, the new Intercontinental Champion after last night's show, winning the IC title from Dolph Ziggler. Kind of a shocker, the feud started all of a week ago. Did you see the IT title match on SmackDown last week? No, it was a great match between Cesaro, Kid, and Ziggler. Definitely go back and check it out. But um, last night's IC title match I thought was pretty good. We were talking about before Harper and Rowan at TLC. I'm thinking they do Harper and Ziggler again. I don't know why they would move away from that too quickly. But um, we'll have to wait and see. But we do have a new Intercontinental Champion. Michael asks you first, do you think putting the title on Luke Harper this so soon in his singles career will benefit him? Or do you think it will hinder him in the long run? Um, yeah, that's, right now, that's a, that's a very that's a tough question, um, right now, I guess it's one of those, we'll have to wait and see, um, I am shocked, and you, you talked about this last night, um, on Twitter, how it is shocking, you know, it, I would have bet my entire life savings that Bray Wyatt would have had a, uh, championship, um, before Luke Harper, um, so it really is, um, it is shocking, so, um, yeah, but really, basically, that's it. Um, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shocked, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, same. I mean, we were talking about this before and how Luke Harper and even Eric Rowan was getting more TV time than Bray Wyatt last week on Raw. And now both guys, not even that aside, too. I mean, Luke Harper won singles gold before Bray Wyatt did. Not only that, but both members of the Wyatt family, not including Bray Wyatt, are in the main event of the pay-per-view. Someone tried to make the argument to me that he's got a consolation prize in the feud of Dean Ambrose. That's fun and all. And it's been a good feud over on SmackDown. And they did some nice furthering of it last night on Raw. But for the most part, though, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan have been the key players in the breakup of the Wyatt family, not Bray Wyatt. So I want to ask you, RJ, because I know you were a little di- a little bit disappointed after I tweeted that as well. And you said, you know, same, I was thinking the same thing. Your thoughts on Luke Harper winning singled gold before your guy, Bray Wyatt? I'm just, I was so shocked. I was like... I just don't know how that Bray Wyatt was so hot and was could have had the title put on him at any point. Instead, they haven't done anything really with him much after the Cena feud. The Ambrose feud's kind of getting a little bit better. Obviously, not a lot of people watch SmackDown, but the SmackDown stuff looks like it's been pretty good. But the way that Luke Harper won, like if he won, I just think like the interference at first, I thought he was gonna like squash him. They actually had a good match. That's what I thought too. Yeah, they like, actually did have a really good match. Yeah. But I'm just like. 
Luke Harper has done nothing to deserve an Intercontinental Championship match at all. Like, I guess maybe, like, I don't know. I think Bray Wyatt should have had his an Intercontinental. I think after his feud with Cena, he should have went for the Intercontinental belt. But obviously, I'm not creative in booking matches. But this guy needs a title on him eventually. He can't just go off of... He's not hot as hot as he used to be, so he can't just go off his promos and vignettes and stuff like that to keep the crowd interested. I think giving him the strap... I have a question for you guys. Do you think, I mean, I want to say, do you think that they they think that Bray Wyatt is above the IC title? Because, you know, when you think about it, even before Cena, he was in main event storylines with, with Daniel Bryan and, and CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. I think you have to go back to Kane to really look at his last, you know, quote-unquote mid-card feud. Um, so do you think that they view him kind of above the IC title? I think they might. I think the WWE values him more than the, the than the IC title, but I think the crowd doesn't. I think since he's was so hot and then he's got so cold recently that maybe <coughs> a title, John Cena exactly. Then maybe a title would heat him back up in the fans' view. Then if anything, even if he was main event, they'd just use he'd still be the IC champion, but being a main event feud. Like if if it was like Bray Wyatt versus. Dean Ambrose with IC title, it would make it a little more interesting. A little bit, Instead yeah. Of just them on, like, I think that he needs a title eventually to make him to the point of how the crowd used to see him as an actual threat. If he's fighting main event guys but not winning, it kind of defeats the purpose. I feel like the crowd hasn't been so far behind him once he came back because they're all pissed about the whole hologram and all that stuff. I didn't think it was that bad, but it is what it is, so... I hope something comes out of the whole Bray Wyatt character. Hopefully, they don't let him become a jobber on superstars. I think he's one of the better talents that they've had in the last couple of years, and hopefully, they do something with him. Could I see him as a world champion? Yes. Probably. I could see it. But the thing is, like you said before, I think right now they can't give him the world title after all the damage that they've done to the character. I think giving him that IC title. Maybe not more so the U.S. title. That's kind of involved with Rusev right now. I don't know how you work the thi- into the that. The thing you know? is, I can't see him winning the title as long as Lesnar has it because they just want to make any sense. Oh, no, I not think, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Not right now, yeah. I think after, if 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 it is Roman Reigns that be- beats Lesnar, I could see, like, maybe Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Then maybe Reigns versus Le- Wyatt. Or Wyatt. I can see if that. If Rollins speed, wins, yeah. maybe Wyatt goes face, fights him. I think those guys, like, all those guys can actually have good matches come out like Reigns. Wyatt, Rollins, and Ambrose. I think that like they're the younger generation, obviously coming up. And I think that through the last couple of years, we haven't really seen a lot of breakout stars. Pretty much, it was Sheamus. Pretty much, the last four to five years that really came. Aside up. from the Shield, aside exactly. Aside from the Shield, like from the guys coming up from NXT and stuff, the only guy really broke out was Sheamus. They kind of pushed him a little too fast, but yeah, it was the same thing with he, Del Rio and Swagger and yeah. You know, all those but guys. I think that this talent pool that they have right now is kind of. Being, is very successful right now in the WWE, and I think that guys like Cesaro, too, like they're just guys that they really don't have too much direction with right now, but they have a promising future. Yeah, absolutely. I think they have a very talented roster, and they're building some of these guys up the right way in Rusev. Not more so why they've gone back and forth on that character, but all members of the Shield in the two years that they've been in the WWE, two of the day, they've booked them perfectly, so I'm glad by that, but they need to do more than that. They can't build a company around th- only three guys. So hopefully they can continue on the right path with guys like uh, Wyatt and Rusev and hopefully resurrect the career of Cesaro. But um, I mentioned this last week, but I would not be totally opposed to a Harper-Wyatt match at WrestleMania. Do you think 
that if Harper holds that title for the foreseeable future, that you could see that happening, RJ, a Harper versus Wyatt match for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania? And what else do you do with Wyatt if you don't do that? I, you don't. You don't know. Like, it, yeah. Well, I, anything could change. I mean, yeah. I don't think, I, exactly. I don't think anything can change with Wyatt. I think he's a character that they can. You don't know what's gonna happen because you're like, all right, what's gonna be next? Then that happens, and that happens. I don't yeah. know. I feel like he was after the senior was kind of flo- like just floating in the pond, just wondering what was gonna happen. But I don't know. I could see it, but like, like you, like Mike was saying, I think WWE sees him more than the mid card guy. I think they see him in the main event picture. Like he had the whole winner last year going into WrestleMania. Um, but if anything, maybe because I couldn't, I don't know who else he could wrestle at WrestleMania right now. Maybe Brian if he's back because they had a really good match with Royal Rumble. But I guess I want to see that feud come back. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think he, he has feuds with guys that don't need a title around it, but he needs the title to be credible. So it's up to management to see what they do. Maybe if the crowd really isn't starting to turn, uh, come behind him more, maybe they give him a strap and try to hopefully get the crowd behind him again. I love Wyatt so. I like the character, his wrestling ability, and just all, I love his promos too. So yeah, he's got the full package. Yeah. Hopefully they turn him around and not put him back to Husky Harris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I go back to Husky Harris and do a Nexus reformation. But um, yeah, I think the thing with Ambrose is going to continue on for a little while, going to TLC, maybe Royal Rumble. That's stretching a little bit, but we'll see. Um, I could see that. And then after that, what do you do with Wyatt? I don't know. Like we said before, we've been talking about this for months. What were they going to do with the, after the after the Cena feud? Jericho, we didn't see coming. After then, Jericho, he got buried, and then we're, then he just randomly came back against Dean Ambrose. Yeah, we didn't see that yeah, obviously because exactly. they were still together at the point that we were talking about it. So you never really know. But um, yeah, it's gonna be inter- interesting to see what they do with Wyatt going into 2015. But aside from that, a majority of Raw last night was all about building the main event for Survivor Series, Team Cena and Team Authority. But kind of on the topic of WrestleMania, in one of our future shows, we'll be talking about. Um, WrestleMania 31 and kind of pitching a card for the show many months in advance and see if we can get it right. But um, at the end of last night's show, we had Team Cena all come together, Eric Rowan, Big Show, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena, and Ryback, who obviously finally joined the team. Predictable but well-done segment. It's pretty cool brawl to close the show. But Ryback, which I thought was interesting because they had Ryback and Triple H come across in a stare-off. They had a stare down for a little while. Of course, John Cena put Triple H through the table at you know near the turnbuckle, whatever. Um, and Ryback and Triple H had that stare down. They did the same thing on SmackDown last week. So, Michael, ask you first: Do you think a Ryback Triple H match could be plausible for this year's WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, I actually think. Uh, yeah, I think you tweeted it last night. You know, you think you said Ryback versus uh, Triple H, book it. Um, and I favored it, retweeted it. I think. I, I think that'll be a great, great uh, matchup. Um, I'm glad to see, you know, knock on wood. Uh, I'm glad to see that WWE kind of. Cause I'm a big fan of Ryback. I think you know uh, he has the look. Um, he does have the personality. He needs to work. He needs to work on his, his mic skills a little bit. But I think he's a total package. Um, and I think that they dropped the ball with him his first time around, um, especially losing, you know, a, losing WrestleMania to to Mark Henry. It's kind of like the the straw that broke the camel's back, so to say. Um, so I think you know WrestleMania matchup and a win against Triple H um, would do wonders for his career. I think it would be great. So hopefully, like I said, knock on wood, they don't drop the ball uh, with the face Ryback uh, this time. But I think 
Um, definitely something that they're teasing. They're keeping that door open. Uh, like you said, on SmackDown, they, they kind of teased it, and they, they teased it last night. Um, I, it's kind of like he's kind of replaced Roman Reigns. You would have thought that Roman Reigns would have, would have faced Triple H. They've had that stare down a few times. Um, but, you know, if things go how they're saying, the Roman Reigns will get it Lesnar, and I think Ryback for Triple H definitely, definitely be a great matchup. You bring up a great point in the Roman Reigns and Triple H stare down because I was thinking about this the other day that we had that stare down between Roman Reigns and Triple H on a many of occasions and it never led to anything. Would it have had Roman Reigns not gotten injured? Maybe. I'm not really sure. We can never really tell. But um, I just because they had the stare down doesn't mean it's going to happen. So I'm just kind of predicting here. I'm just kind of a dream booking, I guess, uh, fantasy booking here. So. I mean, is it possible, maybe, if they can continue to build up Ryback? I would love to see it, for one thing, because I think it's something new for Triple H. It would beat the hell out of seeing Triple H and Batista face each other again. I don't really want to see them face each other again. We've seen that before. Same thing with John Cena and Triple H. We've seen it a million times. I don't want to see that. So Ryback and Triple H would at least be something new. Um, But it's funny to think that Ryback was on the roster beating, what, Bo Dallas like a month ago, and now he's like in the main event of Raw, SmackDown, Survivor Series, whatever. So... It's going to be interesting to see whether they continue to do right by the Ryback character and building him up as a threat to Triple H and maybe do that at WrestleMania. I'm not really sure, but I, for one, would like to see it. RJ, I want to get your thoughts on it. You're not the biggest Ryback fan, but could you see that happening at WrestleMania 31? Before Lesnar and Reigns was predicted, I would easily say I could see Reigns versus Triple H, but I think it's pretty much cemented that everyone believes and probably will be Reigns versus Lesnar at WrestleMania, so... I think it would be something new for the big guy, but... The big guy. The big guy, exactly. Um, I don't know. I just, like... I don't know, something about Ryback, I just doesn't, like... I just don't think, like... This is wrestling ability just doesn't really connect with me. Like, last night's Cesaro match, I feel like Cesaro was, like, kind of carrying him throughout the match. And then at the end, when he starts, like, doing all his moves, like, all the like, the faces do, all their, like, five moves of doom, pretty much, what they all have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So once you start doing that, like, Cesaro was pretty much in... Controlled the whole match until the end, obviously. But yeah. hopefully, I think his mic skills have been better than they used to be. I like the big guy whole persona. I think it's kind of funny. Last night when Cena was like, "What's up, big man?" He goes, "It's the big guy." I thought it was really <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, got a personality. Now, exactly. Which is good, so yeah. hopefully they just book him right. I think the first time they kind of flopped on it. Him beating a bunch of jobbers all the time kind of like made me disinterested in the whole character to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So I could definitely see him versus Triple H at WrestleMania. I think there's. I think this year has. If all the guys come back, they have a bunch of matches they can make. A bunch of fancy bookings. I could see so many matches. I'm just thinking of right now. Yeah, we talked about a couple months ago that we could see Rock versus Triple H at WrestleMania. That might still happen. We never know. But if Rock doesn't come back and that match does not happen, I could see Ryback Triple H at WrestleMania. I could see. So, I'm just thinking of the matches right now. I can see so many. Triple H and Roman. Ryback and Roman. Yeah, like I said before, I would we'll say talk Triple about H and uh, Ryback and Roman. I think if if it's gonna be him, if anyone's beating Lesnar, it better be Reigns. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I can't see anyone else being the guy to face Lesnar at WrestleMania, considering, I mean, assuming he holds that title till WrestleMania, which I think he, he will, better. and he should, yeah, he better. Um, even though he's not on TV right now, that's another issue for another day, I don't blame him. But um, yeah, I also think that we could see Ryback and Triple H at WrestleMania if they can continue to do right by Ryback, and, by Ryback, and they don't have him lose every single pay-per-view match he's involved in, like he was in 2012, 2013, whatever. But um... Kind of want to go out of that for a second, out of the Raw news, and kind of going into the news that broke last week that you asked a question about on this week's hashtag SCSM. Because I know you were, I know you were. Let's talk about this real quick before we get to our Survivor Series predictions. 
you made a prediction, RJ, that did ultimately come true. This, this is a show, too. If you're going to make a statement, you got to make it here. Because remember, it was the night after WrestleMania, or two days after WrestleMania. We said, oh, we better wrap the show up before someone dies. Ultimate Warrior passes away that same night. Something else happened that we got right or whatever. Now, this time, last week, I, if I could include a sound bite right here, I would. But you said, I will not be content until Hornswoggle... El, El Torito, Torito and Grey Kali are gone. Three days later, the Grey Kali has been released from WWE. I was so, so happy when I saw <laughs> oh, it. I'll get your thoughts on it right now. What do you think? I was like looking on Bleach Report and it was like, Grey Kali released. And I just was like, fist pump. Yes. 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 Like, like, you, like you say all the time, like you don't want to see any guy lose their job, but freaking God, Kali. He was a waste. He's of such a waste. <laughs> and he has bigger and better things. He can go act more. Like he's the big giant. <laughs> He just wasn't the. Be- he just never was the best wrestler. Like, just couldn't like. He just couldn't walk or move or do anything. Never had a good match. Exactly. Never had a in good match. Seven years. And they never put had him with match. Batista, Undertaker, everyone, and just his size. Like he is like a spectacle. I guess he's a freaking giant, but <laughs> he just couldn't wrestle. The whole point of it's to be able to wrestle, and he couldn't. At least Big Show can move and stuff like that. So I'm happy Great Cully's gone. Hopefully in a couple days we'll see Hornswoggle and El Torito get the boot. Hopefully. One can only hope. But I think the only reason why they kept him around as long as he did, because he lost relevance after like 2008. This guy's been irrelevant since. And um, he's been a big draw in the Indian market, obviously. He's been the only only Indian wrestler they've had except for Jinder Mahal, and he was never anything big, obviously. So that's probably why, but... The guy was never on TV, though. Like, he was never... Greg Colley was never on Raw. He was never a threat, either. He was never a threat, he yeah. He never won anything, did he? He won the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, 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 it was like, oh, God, don't, please don't remind me. But, um, yeah, aside from that, he really hasn't played a role on the roster at all. Should he have? No. I mean, the guy can hardly even walk to the ring. It was sad seeing him even walk down there because the guy had so many health issues. So I feel for him. And like we said before, like, like I said before, I, I don't want to see anyone out of a job, but like you said... The guy can get an acting job. I think he works as a cop in India or something like that, so he'll be fine. But, Mike, I want to get your thoughts on the Great Khali's release from WWE. Um, well, all right. So, admittedly, you know, my biggest wrestling years as a wrestling fan, um, I got big into it around 1996 until about 2002. Um, and I stopped watching until about 2011, 2012, right after uh, Punk's. I, um, so, I... Honestly, you know, when Kali had his, his world title run and stuff like that, I never, you know, I, w- I never really was watching. Um, so I, I can only, I can't really talk about, you know, what he's done for the for the company and stuff like that. Um, I do know that, you know, seeing him recently, I mean, I don't I don't know who could have a good match with him. You know, I, like you said, the, biggest, the thing that kept him employed was, you know, like I've read, um, was his drawing ability in India. Uh, but I mean, Kurt Angle is the best wrestler in the world, arguably. I don't think Kurt Angle could even have a two-star match <laughs> with great colleagues. Yeah. So, um, you know, especially I've read stuff that he, you know, he was making, you know, upper six figures, and that's just a waste of money. You know, I understand that he draws in India, but you know, it's kind of like enough's enough. He's not. There's no really return on their investment. So I think it's a good decision. I don't think anybody. Especially RJ is going to miss him, and uh, <laughs> good riddance, basically. Yeah, I see what you're de- I definitely agree, and I see what you're saying in that. The guy, you made a perfect point at a time when they're laying everyone off, and they got these network budgets and all this other stuff. They're laying, I can't even, I lost track of how many people they've released this year. 
and Great Kali was still on the roster. Like, he's up there with, like, David Otunga, Hornswoggle, like, guys that, like, why are you even contracting? Like you said, the thing about Great Kali is he was making big numbers. Yeah, he was. He was making a yeah. million dollars over, at least, That's I'm pretty sure. That's a big waste For of money. For a guy that barely was on team and is a terrible wrestler, waste of money. <laughs> It never did anything. Exactly. Either. God, I hate Greg Kelly. I'm sorry, yeah. he's gone. So he is gone. Greg Kelly is gone from WWE. Obviously, RJ could not be any happier, and he's doing the yes chant as we speak right now. But uh, for Monday Night Raw last night, there really wasn't much else, I think, aside from the building of Team Authority and Team Scene. I'm kind of looking down right now, and that was eh, pretty nothing, much it. Nothing major. No, nah, not really. But we, before we get into the Survivor Series predictions, I do want to talk about this a little bit. Um, TNA after week after week after week <laughs> talking about we're going to have a TV deal, nothing. We're going to have a TV deal, nothing. They have yet to announce anything, so this is all still rumor. I saw this yesterday too. That they might get a TV deal with Destination America or something like Distinct America, something, something like, like that. It was like a Discovery Channel like partner or some yeah. stupid shit. Like why would even bother? But it's available in only 60 or 50 million homes in America as opposed to the 98 million homes in America for Spike TV. So they're losing maybe half of their audience at no, most. I think there's more than that. Spike? Spike's on cable. No, yeah, I don't I don't have this channel. I don't think we have this channel here. I don't I, know. No chance we have that. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of my life. I doubt <laughs> we have it. It's just like, why bother getting a new TV deal with a thing that no one... Like, you won't even see advertisements for it because it's not like it's a, like a big channel. At least... You know, Spike didn't do it too much. At least Spike is on TV. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You hate Spike, but I don't mind I hate Spike. Spike. I don't yeah. mind Spike. I like Spike. Spike's good. Raw used to be on Spike. And I like Raw on Spike. They just don't do anything. They just, this is not a good working relationship. I'd rather have, as much as I dislike is, I Spike. I feel like you put more blame on Spike than you do on TNA. It oh, no, TNA's fault, too. But exactly, I mean, it goes but you're like, ways. they never promote TNA, because how do you know that TNA's not paying for them to promote them? No, TNA... When, when Raw used to be on T on Spike, they used oh, to yeah. always promote Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to promote whatever's going to sell. You're not going to... TNA was probably one of their least, like... They're like reality shows and like the Bar Rescue. <laughs> I love Bar Rescue. That show is so funny. <laughs> but all like their like Pawn Star shows and yeah. all like the reality shows they have. They, they promote those because they're the ones that get the viewers. I don't think people really watch going on Wednesday nights at 8 to 10 and watch TNA. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the biggest nail in the coffin for TNA is their lack of product awareness because no one knows what the yeah. hell TNA is. It's ridiculous. But, um, you know, even when Hulk Hogan, I, I don't want to blame Hulk Hogan, but it is kind of his fault. And then when he was a part of the company for three or four years, the guy did nothing to promote the company. That's the only reason why they brought him in was to promote the company, get their name out there, and he would go on to all these different shows promoting WWE, wearing his WWE merch, like, why even have this guy around, you know what I mean? It didn't make any sense to me, but, uh, yeah, it looks like they're off Spike TV, it looks like their final episode on Spike will be airing tomorrow, November 19th, Hardcore and then they're match. done. Hardcore match, hardcore match, hardcore match. Bram Tommy about. Dreamer. <laughs> oh, God. I, I giggled like a schoolgirl when I saw that, Bram, I'll challenge you next week, Tommy Dreamer, for a no-DQ match, I'm like... I bet you a million dollars if you go back to every taping, back to the New York <laughs> tapings, you'll see a hardcore match every single show since then. It's ridiculous how many hardcore matches they do. They're trying to relive this ECW crap, and I like the ECW as much as the next guy, but to relive it every single week with guys like Dreamer and Diva, let it fucking go, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care anymore, but um, going back to the deal, though, it looks like if they are going to sign a deal, it's going to be with them. Like I said before, not yet confirmed. But um, I think the biggest concern is that they're going to be off TV for, at the, at the very least, six weeks. They're not going to be airing any best of episodes or anything like that in early December like they were planning to. Nothing Thanksgiving week or anything like that. So basically they're in the dark for at least 
a month and a half. So it's I'm not very good concerned. For any company, and it's ridiculous too because I hear people saying like, "Oh, what network wouldn't want a steady million viewers that TNA does?" But if you think about it, they're not pulling in those million viewers if they move to that new network because no one gets the freaking network. No one knows what it is. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So they need to announce something within the next 24 hours as we as we talk right now, as we speak, in that if they don't promote anything at the final episode of Impact next week, how are casual fans going to know that they're moving to a new network? You know what I mean? It makes no sense. Like, let's say TNA goes off the air tomorrow. Tomorrow, no announcement of where they're going. Like, how are, how is anyone supposed to know when to tune in? Like, they tune in the next week. Oh, but I guess it's not on this week. Next week, uh, okay. Next week, uh, did they go out of business? You know what I mean? <laughs> you guess you go online, but I don't know. I just yeah. think it's not worth going. Like, no one's gonna pay extra to get Destiny, whatever the hell it's called. No, yeah, absolutely China. not. So China it's not. I don't know. I just don't. See, as a business standpoint, I don't see just stick or spike. If Spike says hit the bricks, then you kind of screwed on that point. If they want to settle for a lower deal than what than what they had before, just go with it. Just exactly, go with that. Go something that like it's given. Not this Destiny America crap, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> it just seems like a big failure. It's like WWE when they were on like WG in America. Oh, for superstars. superstars! Yeah, no like, one got no that one channel. got the channel, and no one cared. Like I'm not gonna get the channel. <laughs> even if like superstars was on, like I didn't even know what the channel was, and I wasn't that interested to look for it. Yeah. So it is Impact almost almost ended up on WGN America too. It's funny they bring that up. It'd be even worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, so, Mike, I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. I don't know if you're a TNA fan or not, but uh, even if you are, I'm gonna get your thoughts and then potentially moving to a network that hardly anyone gets. Yeah, um, I you know I watch it here and there from from surfing through channels and stuff like that. Um, but I think you just kind of hit the nail on the head uh, when you said that whoever. I don't know who makes these decisions, but their product awareness is god awful. You know where, where the WWE will promote something, you know, until you're sick and tired of it. TNA is like the complete opposite. Like I remember over, it might have been, it might have been the end of the summer or beginning of the fall when they moved to Wednesdays, and it took people like two or three weeks to you know, figure out that they moved to Wednesdays. They did yep. nothing to really promote that they were moving from Thursdays to, to Wednesdays. Um, so I just, little things like that is the reason that, you know, they're not a very good company. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that, you know, if those things changed that they would be competing with WWE uh, by any means. But I've, I've watched, you know, I've, I've watched TNA and the product is actually not bad. You know, they have good wrestlers. They have, Pretty decent matches. Um, you know, nothing that will blow your blow your mind away, but entertaining stuff. Uh, you can just tell though the people that are making decisions um, within the company, just just small things like promoting, you know, a, a change of Thursday to Wednesday, just screwing up something like that. It's like elementary stuff, and they they find a way to, to mess it up somehow. But um, that is disappointing. I had no idea that they were going to you know this this channel that basically nobody gets um it's just frustrating because i do try and watch you know I, I will watch it on occasion um and i doubt that i even have that channel i i don't know if any of you guys have seen any of uh anything for the lucha underground that started a couple weeks ago um but it actually is pretty entertaining it's, it's, it's very different uh, but that's another thing that I, I don't have the la network i can't watch it if i want to i have to resort to clips on youtube it's, and it's frustrating as a fan of uh, professional wrestling because uh, the Lucha Underground actually is something that I would watch, you know, weekly, and I'm, I'm not able to, you know. So. 
Yeah, I think Lucha Underground, the difference between, I mean, it, it all depends, because like with Ring of Honor, I tried to watch that as consistency, consistently as I can, but um, like the the websites that I try to go find it on, they're so, they don't upload it in time and stuff like that, it's like a, it's a disaster to go find, so that's why I don't watch ROH, but Lucha Underground is so easy to get to, and we talked about it here on the show before, and um, I just go to one website, one click away, it's a 45 minute show, you take away the commercials. Like you said, I think it's a very fun promotion. They aired a commercial for it actually last Two night during commercials. Raw. They did, yeah, which was very surprising. But um, I thought it was great though. I think I watched the promotion. I've seen the last three episodes since it started. They got a lot of good talent. John Morrison's over there. Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, it's different too. Uh, they have. Um, I think I read that they instead of you know doing like digital video or whatever, they use film, so it looks different. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not. It's entertaining. It's not bad. That's exactly it. I think that's what the biggest problem with TNA is, is that everything production-wise, it's all the same to WWE. I mean, obviously, it's not as high class, but they don't do anything different from WWE to establish an identity for themselves. You know what Six I mean? Six-side ring. Well, they did that for a while, and then they got rid of it, and then they brought it back, but it's too late by that point. But um, but Lucha Underground, like you said, has more of a re- reality show feel to it, but not completely. Like, they have some good storylines, the way they film it, and the crowd, and whatever. I really like it. It's a it's a, a breath of fresh air. So I'm going to keep on tuning in. I think it's a great promotion, but they have a lot of great talent. I think Del Rio said he might be headed there once, he, uh, once 2015 comes around. Rey Mysterio, too, once he's out of WWE. So they got a lot of big stars in the horizon for the first three episodes, though. I think they're doing pretty well. They have a lot of great talent, like I said before. Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, Prince Puma. Um, they have a lot of Tough Enough guys. They had Ivelisse from Tough Enough, who was there for a while. So... Um, I, I think Lucha Underground, if you're not watching it already, it's only 45 minutes, so check out the first episode or one of the recent episodes. A lot of awesome wrestling. But um, on that note, we'll transition to Survivor Series predictions on the pre-show. We've got Fandango making his return to the WWE with his new valet. Drum roll, please. Rosa Mendez. <laughs> Rosa Mendez joining Fandango. Uh, okay. And we've also got BNB on the Bad News Bear on the panel to discuss. So... I might watch for Bad News Barrett. I don't know about Fondango, though. But, RJ, before we get into our official Survivor Series predictions, I'm trying to drag it out here because we only have five matches on the card here. But, um, Fondango, are you expecting anything new? Are you looking forward to the return of Fondango by any chance? Absolutely no. not. It's just like, how much newer can the character be? If he still has the dancing gimmick, I don't see any difference. I guess it's a breath of fresh air because we haven't seen him in a while. But I just don't see him in anything too competitive in a storyline standpoint. I think the whole Eva, not Eva Marie, Summer Rae and Layla thing was actually probably the better one of the better storylines he's had in the last couple of years. The only storyline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't have really much interest in Fandango. I think by this point it's just damaged goods because yeah. the guy hasn't been on TV for like three months or something like that. And I think the biggest problem with Fandango now is that he needs an all-new gimmick overhaul in order to succeed in WWE. Like, the whole dancing thing, I don't think is going to cut it anymore. Like, it was over for, like, a cup of coffee in 2013. Nowadays, no one no one cares. He's a good wrestler, but the dancer thing doesn't do anything for me personally, so I don't really care. But, uh, Mike, any expectations for uh, Fandango on Sunday? None. None really at all. I, uh, <laughs> I love him. interest in Fandango. He has a good, uh, he's a good entrance song, and it was catchy back, you know, back... Uh, Round WrestleMania 29, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, especially in this day and age, you know, um, quote unquote the reality era. I, I think a character like his maybe could have survived 20 years ago, maybe in 1993, 1994. 
um, you know, where it was more cartoonish and it had gimmicks like that um, that would get over. But I, I, I don't see, I, I, like, I, like you said, he needs a complete character overhaul. It's a gasping thing. It's just not working. I don't think it's going to work, especially, you know, the main, you know, demographic um, for WWE is, you know, males our age, um, if it's not children. But, you know, males our age or even kids our age, or kids, that are men, or how am I talking about? Boys, boys, doesn't <laughs> matter the age, boys in general are not going to get invested in a freaking dancer, you know? So I just think it's a stupid gimmick, and it's a shame because he actually is a good wrestler, so it hurts. Um, you know, so it is a shame that he kind of got screwed and uh, dealt a bad hand, so to speak. I don't think adding Rosa Mendez, the diva that has won only one match in the last six years, has not improved whatsoever. Adding her to the act, I don't think will improve it whatsoever. I mean, it's going to, you know, nice little entrance and new dance moves maybe, but what's it really going to do for Fandango in the end? Absolutely nothing. So I don't really care about that. Probably won't tune in for that, but like I said before, Bad News Bear is on the pre-show, so I'm going to check that out. But um, just added to the card previously before we went live, we've got a multi-diva traditional 5-on-5 elimination tag team matchup at Survivor Series. We've got Team Natalia. We've got Natalia, Alicia Fox, Naomi, and Emma taking on the team of Paige, Cameron, Summer Rae, and Layla. RJ, you first. Your prediction for this matchup? Team Paige. Team Paige, really? Yeah. Why? Why would you have her lose to Team Natalia? Paige was pretty hot going into summer. She is pretty hot. The age? Well, I'm talking about like. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Jesus, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and then going the whole AJ thing, kind of like they traded wins, and then she lost again. But then when she came back. In the London, I don't know, they may look good in the London thing. Is Alicia Fox on Natalia or her team? Natalia, she's a baby face now, All I right, guess. Yeah. so whatever. I don't know, I think Paige has a brighter future than Natalia, but Natalia's been a vet for a while, and I hope Paige wins. I don't know, but like, if she loses, it kind of like puts her down even further than she was. So hopefully Paige wins. I don't think it matters either way, because there's yeah. no storyline behind it. It's just a random-ass match, you know what I mean? I would love to see Paige win, because I think she could benefit from the win more. She could be the sole survivor, but... um. I, they'll probably have the babyface team go over. I've got Team Natalia here, if only because Ooh. it's a random match, so they'll probably be like, hey, babyfaces go over. So. Yeah, it would be good if like, they had Emma beat Paige and then Emma and Paige go at it. That'd be great, yeah. A, kind of a reliving of their yeah. NXT feud. Yeah. I think they're a rival match. It's crazy if you go back to that, seeing how that was, what, back like nine they're months start, ago? They're starting to relive like the past, like the whole Ryback and Cena shit last yeah, night. Yep. They're starting like, to oh, do that a lot now. mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so I don't know. They Maybe might, they might. They might. Hopefully, they're two great wrestlers and haven't done anything with Emma since she came up to the main roster except for pair with Santino and a wrestler for uh, and, uh, theft of an iPod or something like that. that was <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've got Team Natalia here. Mike, who do you got going over in this one? Um, it's interesting because I, I actually didn't even know about this till today, but what, um, what team is Emma on? Team Emma or uh, Emma's on the team of oh, Natalia. Babyface team? Baby team, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind, I have a feeling that Paige's team will win, but I, I wouldn't mind, uh, especially if, um, especially if the rumors are true that, you know, AJ is not going to make it to 2015 with the company, then they got to start, um, they got to start to, uh, build up, you know, more dealers, especially, you know, the talented, the ones that actually have talent. Uh, I think they got to invest a little bit more in them. Um, you know, like Emma, I know you know you and me are pretty biased Emma fans, but I, you know, I, I've seen her wrestle before. She's talented. Uh, she's really good. So I think 
I, I could see Paige's team winning, um, but I, I would like to see uh, Emma kind of stand out and have a good, uh, maybe be the last one remaining or something like that, you know? Yeah, that'd be a pleasant surprise yeah. if Emma was the last one remaining. Like you said, it came down to Emma and Paige. That'd be great. It. I can see it. So, yeah, I, I got Team Natalia going over. Hopefully they don't, you know, have Natalia be the last one standing or, God forbid, like Cameron or something like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, if it's anyone for Team Paige, it's going to be Paige. But for Team Natalia, you know, give Emma down. the nod. Yeah. You know, and that'd be a little nice. Like Eric Rowan, that was a nice twist. Maybe they do that with the Divas, I don't know. But uh, I got Team Natalia. You've got Team Paige, right? Mike's got Team Natalia as well. So we move on from there to the other Divas title match, kind of transitioning off of what uh, Mike just said. AJ could be leaving the company by 2015. I don't believe that. They re- they rumored that, uh, what about, like, over the summer? She's like, oh, she's not coming back. She's pregnant. She's pregnant, yeah. Came back. Um, around SummerSlam, she lost the title because she's leaving the company. Stuck around anyway. Mm-hmm. So third time's a charm. I don't know. I'm, I don't say charm because her leaving would be a bad thing, but... I'll believe it when I see it, I think. I don't, I don't think it's happening, but uh, I still have AJ going on. Actually, that's a good question. Before I go, you go, RJ. Who do you think is going over here? Um, I think I, I think I see a new Divas champion in Nikki Bella. I think they've been pushing the Bellas the whole summer into this point. I think they've improved tr- tremendously since where they a were lot. before. A lot. I think Nikki Bella actually stood out a lot lately. Her wrestling has been a lot better than it used to be. Um, Her acting's better than Breeze, though. I, I'm not worried, worried about the acting. I think it's wrestling I'm more worried about. Um, I think, I think it'd be. I think they could easily have Brie Bella screwing over AJ and her going heel again I and can have see the that, same yeah. like old Bellas again. Because like even though that, like she's like her bitch kind of right now. Yeah. Last night AJ did give her a DDT, so mm-hmm. that could, which is kind of a heel thing to do. So I don't know. <laughs> I could so see Nikki Bella win. I think. It'd be different. We haven't seen a new Divas champion besides Paige and AJ in the last year. Year, year, year and exactly. Caitlyn, because AJ held it for so long, and then she lost it to Paige. Then Paige held it for a while. Then AJ again. Then Paige, AJ again. So I think I think they've been pushing Nikki Bella a lot. Supposedly there's a rumor like if you're on Total Divas, you I can't get the that, title. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon came out and said that's not true. So I think you know what? Why not give Nikki Bella the run? Because Ever since the Bella Twins did have a title, it was always Brie that won the title, which is kind of sad. No, Nikki won it too no, for like I'm, six days. I think it was Brie every time. Oh, no, check it out. I think it was Brie every I'm time. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It was it, more people know about Brie. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But I think it's time. You know what? Nikki Bella, why not? Nikki Bella. I've got Nikki Bella too here. I think it's not because AJ's leaving the company. Well, do you think AJ's leaving? No. No? I don't think so either. I think I'll believe it when I see if it happens. I won't be completely surprised. But um, I still don't see her leaving the company if she drops the title on Sunday. But, yeah, I've got Nikki Bella here, too, because I don't think – I mean, I think the like the logical uh, prediction here is that Brie costs AJ the matchup, and then AJ retains. You get the Brie versus Nikki, part two, at TLC, whatever. I could see that happening. So but you like could also said, see maybe, like, she goes to screw over Nikki, Nikki moves, hits AJ. AJ. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And then you like do that. Brie versus Nikki for the title oh, at, at TLC. TLC. Exactly, yeah. I don't see AJ retaining here. I've got Nikki. Um, Brie helping AJ retain doesn't make any sense after what happened last night. So either what you just said or her going heel, whatever scenario you just mentioned, I could definitely see happening. So i got new Divas champion on Sunday, Nikki Bella. Mike, what's your prediction for the Divas match on Sunday? Uh, i got to agree with you guys. As much as I, wouldn't, as much as I don't want to, uh, I see, I'm a big fan of AJ, I, but I do think that uh, I think Nikki Bella... Um, you know, I think she's going to come out on top with not clean. There'll be some sort of shenanigans with Bree. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I do want to see uh, one of the. You know, Bedell's has been with the company, you know, on and off since what 2009, 2010. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bree, Bree held the title. But has Nikki ever helped? Yeah, I just looked it up. Bree had it for seventy days, and Nikki had it for six, six days. Yeah. yeah, so I would like to see you know Nikki, um, Nikki have it and have a little run with it. Uh, maybe even have uh, one match or two matches with uh, Bree. Hopefully, it's it's better than you know what they had uh, after SummerSlam because uh, that was just god awful. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, hopefully the rumors with AJ aren't true. Uh, apparently she's not. Apparently she's not from our. She's not advertised after TLC. Um, any dates after TLC? So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but hopefully, uh, hopefully she stays in the company. But I would like to see a, uh, something something change in the Divas division. So I want to. I want to be opposed to Nikki uh, title run. Agreed. Agreed. You know, like you know, RJ said before. You know what's so funny last night? What? When they did have Brie Bell come out as AJ, I thought it was AJ at first. They so looked I, a lot alike. So I'm it. sitting there, like, paying attention. I'm, like, looking at the football game. I look over. I'm like, up. <laughs> oh, AJ's coming out. Then I'm like, where? Wait. Where the hell's her title? I don't see her title. <laughs> She's skipping on the ring. I'm like, maybe she left it in the locker room. And then, then she gets in the ring and sits down and does, like, the, like, sitting on the middle rope. I'm like, Wait, that's that's Brie Bella. I'm like, what the hell? I felt like it's AJ Brie. Yeah. I thought I got like mind screwed over. I was like, that's not AJ, but it looks just like AJ. It's yeah. Ridiculous. I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was good humor as it was, but I don't know. I do. hope I hope AJ doesn't leave because I think she's easily the best diva they have, and she's the most. Who marketable doesn't too. like AJ? Exactly. Who she's the most marketable too. Who yeah. doesn't like AJ? So hopefully that she doesn't leave. That'd really hurt the divas division because everyone loves AJ. So. Heel face, whatever the fuck she's doing. I've always loved AJ. I think she's so <laughs> cute. So hopefully she doesn't leave. And yeah, Nikki Bella. <laughs> <laughs> so like we were saying before, brief note here. But when I was at that Raw on June 30th, when uh, McMandow came out, it was Damian Sandow's McMahon, where I was sitting all the way. Oh, Mike, you were there too, but you were up in front, so you probably knew before I did. But um, I w- in the seats that I was sitting in, when I heard the music and I was going crazy and whatever, but it wasn't until he got in the ring that I noticed that it wasn't McMahon. It was Sandow. I didn't know. I'm like, did McMahon come out with a beard or something like that? I can't tell. It was crazy. <laughs> Mike, you were at that show too. That was an amazing show. Yeah, it was great. That was one of the better shows of the year. That was just, uh, that was an awesome time. Yeah, absolutely. Easily one of the best rosters of the year. But like we were saying before, clean sweep from Nikki Bella on Sunday. Up next, WWE tag team titles are on the line. Confirmed last night. It's gold, not gold dust, gold and stardust. Defending against Los Matadores, the Usos, and the Miz and Damian Mizdow. Mike, I'll ask you first, who do you, th- who do you see walking out of St. Louis on Sunday at Survivor Series with the WWE tag team titles? Um... That's a great question. I, I mean, I, I don't care much for the process of elimination here. I don't care much for uh, Los Matadores. I, I, they're garbage. So uh, <laughs> I do really like uh, Miz and Mizdow. Because I, I honestly, wrestling does not make me laugh, but watching Mizdow do his, do his little shtick, it gets me every time. I literally, I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, just watching him mirror what Miz does and stuff, it literally just... I sit there and I laugh. My, it just it gets me every time. Um, I don't think that they're going to win the titles though. Um, Usos just had. So I think you know if you go process of elimination, uh, 99%. I, I gotta say that uh, the, the Dust Brothers win. Um, but I, I could see Miz and Miz though winning. Uh, 
if they wanted to maybe give Miz a little or Miz Bell a little bit of a push, but um, I'm not counting on it. I do think that Golden Star does uh, come out on top, and hopefully it is a uh, hope it's a good match. Anyone but Los Matadores for the most part. Like, I'd be fine with the Usos. I could see why they would put the titles back on them, but I f- still feel like it's too soon. Miz and Miz, though, I think are great. They have a good chance of winning on Sunday to t- further tease tension between the two. Um, But it probably, I mean, it's hard to predict. There's four teams. They got 25% chance of winning it right here or getting it right. Um, if I had to take a chance, if I had to take a guess here, I'd probably go with Golden Stardust. It could really go any way, but I got Golden Stardust here. I'd rather see Miz and Mizdow win, but RJ, who do you see going over here? I see Miz and Mizdow going over here. I can easily see, like, coming down to, like, maybe Stardust, Goldust. It's one of the two. Mizdow's not in the match at all. At To this point, it's all Miz, like it's always been. Yeah. They Maybe they hit, someone hits them with, like, a super kick. Miz falls out of the ring. Mizdow hits a tag, comes in, hits Skullcrusher finale, wins the match. Miz is pissed that they win, but hell, they're the new tag team champions. I've been predicting this. I think the Dust I've been predicting since the Dust Bros won that they were going to keep winning. I remember you, I think John said that they were going to lose the Usos in the last so, yeah. review. Yeah. I thought they were going to win still, so they did retain. But I think that they've they've kind of been an afterthought towards the, the Miz and Mizdow. Like, last night they had a dark entrance. Miz and Mizdow came out yep. on live TV. Yep. But um, I think it would be fresh for the tag team division. I think you could easily do them against Usos, them against the Dust Brothers again. But I think they still need another tag team, a new tag team that could... Ascension? Feud, I guess, but the thing is, like, I, they already have three heel teams. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of hard. They need another fresh team because Los Matadores just isn't cutting the mustard right now. <laughs> and, you, like, what are you going to have them feud with? You're going to have three with the Dust Brothers and then the Usos and then what they going to do with them then. Yeah. Exactly. So I think you see new tag team champions. Maybe. I hope it's Miz and Mizdow. If not, if they don't win, I can see the start. The Dust Brothers ret- retaining, but I got Miz and Mizdow. Yeah, I, I want to see Miz and Miz Mizdow. Miz is so funny. I laugh every time. He's just so... like He's great in the, the role. The guy just plays his role like <laughs> perfect. It's so funny. I love when he has someone like on the ground, the ground with a headlock. He's, He's doing up against it the, the rope, air. and it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Mizdow is great. I'm hoping they win gold on Sunday. I don't have my hopes up, but... uh. Like I said before, I got Gold and Stardust going over. Ambrose and Wyatt will go quickly here. I've got Bray Wyatt. Bray Arjun. Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Mike, who do you got? Uh, Bray Wyatt, unfortunately. I think I think Ambrose is the guy that can just keep feeding up losses and people still love him. So yeah, yeah. Wyatt really needs a win. So Desperately. Desperately. Ambrose needs to win too. I mean, Ambrose doesn't want a pay per view match in how long? You know, it, it, I, I agree with you. Wyatt needs to win as well. Uh, you can't bring Wyatt back and, and have him lose, but I, it kind of sucks because Ambrose hasn't won in I feel like ages in a pay per view. I think I think like I, I like I think Ambrose he's a guy that can continue to lose and people will still be, be behind him. Exactly, and he'll be yeah. over. Wyatt coming back, who hasn't been as much over as the people they thought he was going to be, he really needs a win after the whole burial that he got from John <laughs> Cena. I think he really needs a win, and obviously if he wins, I don't care if like he wins. I think he needs a win Survivor Series. If they continue with TLC, I wouldn't be that big of a deal if he lost to Dean Ambrose. I think that's the thing I had with Cena. I really wanted him to win at WrestleMania. I didn't care if he lost at Extreme Rules and Payback. Because no the one big cares stage. about the, the shittier pay-per-views. Yeah. He lost in the match that really counted. He lost to Jericho Battleground. 
That's not that big of a deal. And you want to beat him SummerSlam. So it's not that big of a deal. He needs to beat him at Survivor Series, and it yep. wouldn't mean that much if he lost at TLC, and then people would be happy that Ambrose won. Exactly. Wyatt won at Royal Rumble. He won at SummerSlam. Screw Cena at WrestleMania. Oh, Survivor. my God. I still remember being there. And he hit the F uh, F U and I'm I like, puked, and yeah. I was like, oh, he'll kick out one, two, three. I'm like, dun, 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 oh, and I man. just like screamed. And That's the like, amazing first hour of that show. I'm like, God damn it! Why did it win? Such a good show, and they had to ruin it with freaking Cena <laughs> winning. But I hope Wyatt wins. So Wyatt, got yeah, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt Sweet all Wyatt. over. In uh, main event here, Team Cena versus Team Authority, representing Team Cena, of course, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Big Show, Eric Rowan, and Ryback, the big guy, representing Team Authority, Seth Rollins, Kane, Mark Henry, Rusev, and Luke Harper. Mike, I'll go to you first. Who do you see going over? Hey, uh, this is actually a tough one, and, and usually I, I complain because WWE is so uh, quote-unquote predictable, um, but honestly, I, I, mean, I could see this going either way. I would. I really, really want to see the authority. Um, not even from a storyline standpoint, just in general, just be out of power. I think their whole stick uh, over the past year and and probably fifteen months yep. now um, is getting tired and old. Uh, so I kind of want to see them be done with. Uh, I think the whole evil authority figure in general has been overdone in pro wrestling. Um, I think you talked about this, Graham, but I, if they don't, you know, if they had, let's, let's say Ryback and Seth Rollins, the last two, referee gets knocked out and, and Randy Orton comes out, if they don't do something like that, if Randy Orton doesn't come back on Sunday in his hometown in St. Louis and have a face turn, then it is a huge drop ball by WWE, I think. Um, uh, if he doesn't come back, though, I, I do... I do see Team Authority somehow winning. If Randy Orton comes back, then I see Team Cena winning. Hopefully that's what happens. Uh, and I think the sole survivor will be Ryback. He'll continue to push. Uh, so I, I'll go Team Cena. It's a double-edged sword because I really want to see Orton back in his hometown, get that major pop cost authority, the matchup. But I don't think the authority's going to lose. I got a team authority here. I want to see Team Cena win. I, I never thought I would want to see John Cena win a match, but this match I want to see him win. And um, but if Team Authority wins, I don't know how you bring back the uh, Randy Orton here. You know what I mean? Unless he aligns with the Authority, which should not happen. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's really hard to say. I would like to see Sheamus come back, maybe him, and then cost maybe like oh Sheamus is here to join Team Cena, turns on them, joins the Authority, and does that whole stick. But then Randy Orton doesn't come back. It's hard to say. But I've got Team Authority. RJ, what are your thoughts? All right, before I go on to the prediction, I think it was so weird last night how they kept saying, like, Big Show's at the hospital, Sheamus is at the hospital, Dolph Ziggler's at the hospital, Big Show and Dolph Ziggler come running out. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, they just get on a car and drive back? I thought that was so Sheamus stupid. Sheamus didn't. That's so dumb. I think that was such a stupid way to do it. But whatever. Um, I'm I'm praying we get a Randy Orton return. <laughs> I love Randy I Orton. Lewis. I don't they even need to hear the entrance. In his hometown of St. Louis, if they don't bring him back, they're making a huge mistake. I think you could see something like Seth Rollins, Ryback. Seth Rollins hits him with a curb stomp. Looks like the match is over. Orton comes through the crowd. RK is Seth Rollins. Triple H gets in the ring. Pedigree's trip, uh, Randy Orton. Puts Rollins on top of Ryback. Team Authority wins. There you I go. just don't see it. Even though how much... I, I'm, I'm not the biggest... I don't really hate the authority as much as everyone else does. I do think it's kind of annoying every while they come out and that's what it is. Obviously, the authority figure is getting tired, but 
I think if they keep it out a little bit longer, then they can keep fresh. Like once Triple like if they lose and Triple H is off TV, then what is that like? What exactly. Happens to Triple H? What do you do? Who else is in power? They've been, they've been saying that question. Like, I don't think they have anyone else in line. Exactly. So. And then like if Triple H is out of power, then he wouldn't be a wrestler anymore. So then what? He wouldn't be like how they bring him back to be a wrestler. So it'd be weird. I think. I think everyone. The thing is. I think everyone has the authority going over that they might swerve it and have Cena win. But I think there would have to be a Randy Orton face turn to have that happen. If anything, have him hit the RKO and then just, like, hit Triple H and then Ryback covers him. Yeah. I, I can see that. Or Cena. I could so see is, Cena covering him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. What were you going to say, Mike? I'm interested to see with how protected he is in the company. Uh, what they do with Rusev? Does he get, you know, does he get pinned or submit? Uh, I, I want to see how he gets eliminated if, if he gets eliminated. You I, know, I could see like a DQ yeah, or a count out. Yeah, they but probably won't get him to have his. He first won't have a pinfall or submission. I just don't. For guys that's so protected, you can't just have him lose. It's not only in singles competition either that he hasn't been pinned or submitted at all. And like tag teams, right? I don't think he's been in the tag Nothing would ice the cake off a nice, nice AA to put him down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would laugh my ass off. John Cena gives him his first pinfall loss. I, please don't book that, but... Uh, please book it. I'd laugh. <laughs> then I could see Cena and Rusev having, having a feud down the line, though. I could definitely see that. But uh, yeah, Team Authority, Team Authority, RJ? You've got Team Authority as well. Who do you got going over again, Mike? Uh, I'll go Team Cena. Team Cena. I want to see Team Cena win. Never thought I would say that, but I want to see Team Cena win. But uh, it just, it's going to be interesting. It's a one-match show on, on, on Sunday at Survivor Series. So uh, hopefully that lives up to the hype. The rest of the show I could not care less about, maybe for Ambrose and Wyatt. But uh, the main event is the, the selling point of this show. What do you, what do you think about it? I think it's going to be a good show. I think, obviously, the main event's been pushed a lot, but I'm, I'm pretty interested in all the matches. I think... Besides the Natalia and uh, the other one, I could care. The match that was just added. Yeah. yeah, I really don't care about that. But I'm uh, I'm really interested in the Bella AJ feud and the tag team. I think they've had promise. I think they could have a good match. And then they've why- given time. Yeah, exactly. So stop hating. No, I'm not hating. I'm not stop saying hating, Graham. <laughs> I'm not saying it's gonna be a bad show. I'm Coming just from the person that usually takes. The more positives out of anything, that's uh, most probably the most negative comment. No, 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 no. That's one of that. the most co- negative comments. Negative, no, ever negative. Made. The show is gonna suck. It's gonna that's suck. That's the most balls. negative comment you've ever made about a show I've ever heard <laughs> out of your mouth. Saying it's a one show and you could care less about the rest. Uh, okay, I did. The say kid it. that watches Superstars <laughs> saying that he could care less about the other matches. Touche, touche, yeah. RJ. <laughs> I'll still be, I'm still looking forward to it, though. It should be, uh, exactly. should be a good I'm, show. I'm ready. You ready? You ready for Sunday? You ready for Sunday, Mike? Oh, ready. Ready to go. I think, uh, I mean, like I said, I've only been watching for the past, like, three years. But uh, I watched, you know, for five or six years back in the late 90s. But this is one of uh, one of the few Survivor Series-type matches uh, that I'm actually looking forward to. Besides... Team WWF versus Team Alliance, which was like huge at the time. Uh, this actually, you know, they've built us up really good, and there's a ton of great talent involved. I think it's going to be a really good match. I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see it go, you know, 40, 45 minutes. It's unpredictable. I think with a lot of the matches on this show, regardless of what you think about it, I think a lot of the matches on this show can go either way. AJ and Bree, Ambrose and Wyatt, the main event, they're all unpredictable. So, I'm looking forward to seeing how all this all pans out on Sunday. With it being a big four pay-per-view, I'm hoping that it's going to be uh, 
it's going to capture that feel of being one of those big events that WWE puts on and not just another pay-per-view, you know I what I mean? I don't want to give it away for free, but... Yeah, not for us day one subscribers. That's another rant for another day, though. But on that note, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great time, and hopefully we can have you on again in the near future. But before we let you go, though, I um, want to let you plug your Twitter, Facebook, anything you got going on, and uh, before we send you off... Oh, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's always a good time. I feel like I'm always, I'm always lucky enough to get these uh, these go-home shows where we get predictions. I think last time I was on... Uh, WrestleMania, right? We, we predicted WrestleMania. <laughs> so, you know, I get Survivor Series, WrestleMania. I get, uh, I get the VIP treatment, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, people can follow me at uh, Yodair, Y-O-D-A-I-R-21. And uh, Facebook, uh, Michael Yoder. And uh, for the... Uh, Endicott individuals who are listening, um, you know, they can find me on the Endicott alumni page on Facebook and stuff like that. So thanks again, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, good luck with the rest of your semester. Sounds good, brother. Like we said before with WrestleMania, you were on the WrestleMania Roundtable Show. Hopefully we can bring you back in time for the WrestleMania 31 predictions a couple months from now. Absolutely. Just let me know. I'll be definitely willing to uh, come on anytime. Sounds good, brother. Have a good night. All right, you too. Now on that note, RJ, shameless plugs time, let's go. Molly, Jeff, Cam, at Russell Rant, at Raymond <laughs> underscore Marceau, and Ray Marceau on YouTube. And one Survivor Series that you suggested the people to watch before Sunday on the WWE Network for free. I think is that a question? You already go know right which ahead. one I'm going to say. Survivor Series they 03. Don't. Survivor Series 03. <laughs> I was reviewing that before you got here. It's going to be up on the channel pretty I soon. Saw, I just listened to the 02 on. Yeah, I thought that was a great show. It was a good show. It was a good show. Sure. 03, though, holds a special spot in your heart, right? Oh, it's still there. <laughs> on that note, though, we'll be back. Not next week, actually. We're on Thanksgiving break. Yeah. I'll be back next week. I talked to John. I saw him a couple days ago, so we recorded a podcast. It's going to be up for next week's episode. I'll be talking Survivor Series, whatever else. But RJ... We'll be back in two weeks here on EC Radio. We go live every Tuesday night, with the the exception of next week, obviously. (laughs) Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time, at live365.com backslash stations backslash ECTV. ECTV, you're messing me up here, RJ. (laughs) ECTV73 at WrestleRant. Graham Jason Matthews on Facebook. Like I said before, we'll be back next week, or I'll be back next week, with Survivor Series talk and much, much more. So thanks again, folks. Have a great week. Enjoy Survivor Series on Sunday, and we'll see you then.